Oh yeah. You made the rules, but I made the calls. And your panties on point. Welcome back, everybody. You know what time it is. It must be Tuesday, and it must be she and I, the podcast. I'm your host, B Love, and I have my special host with me, India Marie. India Marie, yeah, we're back on the microphone. The mic is hot. So we are so happy that you guys listen to the first part of We're in Labor, or as I like to call it, Hey India, did the Blake vocals come in yet? I hate that so much. I love it so much. So thank you guys for listening to that episode. We're going to go ahead and go ahead and what? What am I saying? We're going to go ahead and get done with the laboring episode tonight. And then we're going to put a bow on it and move on to our regularly scheduled program. You know what? We have a podcast um, format. Let me see how I'm going to say this. We have a podcast format, BB, which will be before Blake. And then we have a podcast format, AD, which would be after Blake. So those are the two formats that we oh, have Lord. right now. So these two episodes are the AB podcast episodes. And oh, I forgot. This episode and this podcast is brought to you in part by the executive producer, Blake Lauren. Who's actually in the room with us right now. We got the executive producer in the room with us tonight. (laughs) So if you hear some grunting, you know what? probably him. (laughs) I might let Blake get on the microphone for y'all because he's ready. He's EPing. He's making sure our levels are up. He's making sure that our mics are adjusted right in our face. Blake is amazing. That's if he wakes up. He's advanced. He could very well wake up. The man is advanced. But anyway, (laughs) anyway, like I said, without further ado, I want to continue continue to continue to continue to thank all of our supporters because without you all, it would be no us. We need you all to continue to listen to she and I. Thank y'all. And like um, you can also email us questions. Yep, she and I podcast at gmail.com. She and I podcast at gmail.com. So um this week has been a very relaxing week for me. Psych. I thought it was gonna be a relaxing week. So I was off work all week on paternity leave and I thought I was gonna chill, you know, catch on catch up on a couple of shows. Yeah, right. I was learning <laughs> to be a dad. It's been a crash course, and Blake has been wearing has been him teaching out. me how <laughs> to stay up late and do the things that I need to do. So, shout out to Blake, shout out to India for bearing with me, and also shout out to all the support that we've been getting um, throughout this time. Man, we've been getting so much support. Our families, our friends, everybody. We have had so much support that it's been incredible and unbelievable. So I want to thank everybody that supports us and um Especially our parents. Our parents. So my well, our pa- moms. Our moms. <laughs> our moms. So our parents, well mine specifically, we I live six hours away from um I'm from six hours away from Nashville. So my parents, they've driven back and forth two weekends in a row like we live 60 minutes away versus six hours away they've driven back and forth both weekends to see us and to make sure we had enough help with blake they came the week he was born sure did and stayed two days and drove back home but then my mom was here my mom and sister was here shout out to alexis for a week and so they left this past Saturday and then Barrett's mom came back on she Saturday resist. and then she'll be here another week. She could not resist Blake. It's like I don't know, she he, he she has a magnet to him and she just cannot first, resist. It's her first grandchild. So. This is her first grandchild, thank goodness, you know. Woo, woo, close calls, but this is her first grandchild. I know, I know. I just had to go ahead and say it. Oh. You know, these are jokes. Okay. Okay. But uh, this is the first one. So let's go ahead and get into the episode like we always do. Let's start it out because you know I'm not going to leave y'all without a tip to step to. So this is B Love's Relation Tip. And the tip this week is this is for everybody. I feel like this is a universal tip that anybody could use. And the tip this week is. Whoever drives the vehicle, 
gets to control the radio. Come on, somebody. Ooh, uh, I'm telling y'all, listen to me. If you're not behind the wheel, don't try to change the radio station or control the iPad or do whatever you need to do. Listen, I'm driving, so I need to have ultimate control, not only of the wheel, all, but also of the radio. All of your tips oh, never apply to you. What do you mean? It's always BS. How do you, because you control the radio in your car, but then when I'm driving my car and you're in my car, you still try to control my radio. No, because nine times out of ten, I'm driving your car. Yes, you do. Lord have mercy. Boy, this girl line. When I am driving my car, you always find a way to play your music. First of all, so it's always. Let me tell you something. Your opinion on music comes first. So, like for instance, Talk if I want to listen to gospel music, I knew you, I, I you knew get where pissed I was off about that. I knew you were I going there. I listen to a lot of old school R and R and B. Now you I like that old school R and B. Depends on what you're listening to. You get in the car and start listening to, um, what's the group? Romack and Womack. I don't want to hear that damn shit. I want to hear something. I, I love want, me some Womack and Womack. I don't want it now. We listen to some Marvin Gaye. Girl, nothing wrong. I need to hear something like that. That Marvin Gaye. Mm, I'm trying to tell you, that Marvin Gaye. I think Gaye. you don't like the Womack and Womack because you know we did that a lot in Memphis. That's what we listened to. It had you to know, be a Memphis name. You're not from Memphis, so you just wouldn't understand. You just wouldn't understand. I believe it is a privilege what you just said. So thank you for that compliment. I'd rather be from Memphis, girl. I would. I, I'm gonna drop the mic. Then Hazelhurst, you know, Mississippi. Me and Blake are gonna take this microphone, walk out of this room, and we're never returning. How would you feel you about that? You can walk out, but Blake won't be walking with you. I got full custody. Anyway, you sound stupid. You sound stupid. I got full custody of my son. Hmm. Think I do when I don't. I mean, think I don't. Think I do when I don't. I said, Exactly. Exactly. You know what I'm trying Let to say. Go. You know what I'm trying Let to it go. say. Yeah, yeah, Let anyway. it go. Anyway, so like I said, the relationship this week, and the reason why I say that is because when we were driving to the hospital while India was in labor, I thought about it. I was like, hmm, should I let India hear what she wants to hear? Now, listen, I know what y'all about to say. Of course you should. She's in labor. Hmm. She may be in labor, but she she sure wasn't driving. So I was driving, Bear, and I again, and I thought you, about again, being selfish again. Here we go. Let me get let me get down with the story. Okay. I thought about being selfish and say, you know what? I'm about to listen to whatever the hell I want to listen to to get me through to the hospital because I was under a lot of pressure. I had to drive you safely. To the hospital. You were under a lot of pressure. I was under pressure and stress, so I didn't know what to do. I don't want to hear anything my about right your now. pressure. My and voice has went up a whole octave higher. I don't want to hear anything about your pressure. You were not carrying <laughs> listen, the baby. Listen, I said, listen, I need something. I need that. I need that Red Bull right then. Cause it was four o'clock in the morning, and I want to hear something upbeat, up tempo. You know, what we got in the car listening to. I was, I was excited. <laughs> <laughs> I was excited the song you picked because it was a good song and I do thoroughly enjoy this song. But I thought to myself, why in the hell are we listening to Anita Baker? Man. But. Because Anita Baker will relax you like I, none other. She almost relaxed us too I much. I almost had me pulling Baker. over going to Baker. sleep. I was about to pull over and take a damn nap. Like, this, no, she, do she know it's four o'clock in the morning? She got a nigga back. It was not four. That sweet love, make we go to sleep, love, sleep, love. Sweet it was love, like sleep, five love. something then. Well, whatever the case may be. But I, you be I, up at that time anyway, because you get do. up at that time to get go to I work. I do wake up at that time to go to work, but I don't wake up at four o'clock a.m. <laughs> to start getting ready to go to work and to go to work, you know? So that's where the problem lie but anyway like i said whoever drives needs full control of the radio and i, I, I love i love to listen to podcasts one of my favorite podcasts is the brilliant idiots now india dislikes andrew schultz some people like him some people dislike him i i, I like andrew but india you always like a lot of assholes Ooh wee Ooh, somebody get out the microphone. India always gets in my car. Do we have to listen to this shit? I don't want to hear Andrew. I don't want to hear this. But I'm like, let's chill. We got Wax on the podcast. Charlemagne still on the podcast. Let's relax and listen to the podcast. But India doesn't want to cooperate. I don't. And I think it depends. First of all, I don't agree with this tip because oh my God. it depends. Lord like, if we're driving Ooh. locally, then sure. 
But if I'm on a road trip with you and we driving six <laughs> or seven hours, okay, talk about. It. I'm about to bust you out right now. To whatever you listening to for that long, okay. You know what you are gonna listen to if we're on a road trip for and six or seven you hours? You gonna listen to the no, back of your damn eyelids. Exactly, as soon as you get in your exactly, car, you exactly, go to sleep. Exactly, oh, and it's man. because for six hours straight, you want me to listen to somebody talk. Exactly, you talk. That's what you're you doing now. To, but we can converse with each other. But instead, you want to listen to podcasts. So as soon exactly, as I can make I like, it through one, but you, you, it's like three or four podcasts. <laughs> I listen to. I'm done. Let me tell you my I'm podcast done. lineup. I'm First done. of all, this but might sound selfish. If you get a good selfish. playlist going on, we oh. have a good sing along in the car, and that's gonna be that on it. Don't now, nobody want to listen to nobody talk. Let me tell you for why. Hours. But they talk about different things. Like I listen <sighs> to, I listen to Brilliant Idiots. I listen to the read. I listen. I, this might sound selfish, but I now I listen to our podcast just to make sure I can't find any tips and tricks we need to fix. I listen to the Joe Budden podcast, Jalen and Jacoby. I listen to um, marketing podcasts. I can brush up on my skin. I listen L- to a listen, lot of damn podcasts. Listen to what he just said. Don't don't oh, nobody, to, nobody uh, wants to Envy's listen to. I listen to lip service podcasts. I listen to a lot of podcasts, so when I get in my Nobody car, I like to listen to what I like to listen go to. go on a road trip and listen to straight podcasts and I switch the it up. entire I, I, time. I, I listen to audiobooks, too. I listen to audiobooks. You sound ridiculous. You look ridiculous. Nobody. Girl, you better leave me there. because you know what hey, I would have said you can't had tell we a, not been on this podcast. You can't tell a pregnant woman she looks ridiculous. I mean, a per, what are you right now? Postpartum? What, what is, what is this called? You sound insensitive and you sound like an asshole. No, I know you can't tell a postpartum woman that she looks bad because you look gorgeous. You look gorgeous. And you're full of yourself. shit. No, I, uh, I'm regular. I used oatmeal this morning. You're I'm foolish. regular. You I promise shit. I'm regular. I'm poor, I promise I'm regular. Anyway, so that's a tip. The tip is whoever drives controls the radio. So India, I'm about to kick to you right now. <laughs> First of all. With W-W-I-D. I don't what know. <laughs> what India do? Now watch this, everybody. I don't know why he kicked it to me because before watch we this. started watch this, this, I had already told him that I was going to resume with what would India do next week. So India, First why of the all, hell... I don't Haven't know what, what Bear, has been, Bear has been at work today. His yeah, life yeah. is a bit easier than mine right oh, now because I am the sole food source for Blake. You are, but hold on. Let's, 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 let's talk today, about this. Do Blake, I or do I not wake up with you and I'm there every step of the way when you're yes, feeding my son? Yes, you're okay. awesome. Except for last night because you slept. <laughs> And last night I slept because I had to do what today? Go to work, exactly. exactly. You let me sleep. And Every so time want, I try to get up, what did you tell that me? That was me being considerate. You were considerate. Give it up for yourself. You no, just leave it out there. I'm not giving you no high five. I was being considerate. And, and I'm I was not complaining consi- okay, about right. me having to feed him. I'm not complaining about that, okay, but I'm saying do not get irritated because I don't have the segment today. I had a lot going on. He took a shit on our bed today. Flat. Ooh, that boy's flagellant. <laughs> I'm talking about this boy's flagellant. He was on a crazy schedule today. He was. He was up at all random times. Okay. <sighs> and then he had a blowout on me. He did. He did. He did. So he took a crap on our bed first thing this morning. Then he took a crap on me this afternoon. He had crap up his back to his neck. <laughs> This man shed himself <laughs> all the way up to his hairline. I said, boy, first of all, you shed in your mama's womb and call you boo-boo breath. Now I'm going to call you boo-boo back because you don't know how to control your diaper. Uh, Somebody help this so, kid boo-boo back. It was a lot going on. And I was I actually had to do some work for my job today. You um, maternity, are you, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You are supposed to be at this point only <laughs> making sure that our son is being fully taken care of. So you know what? Let's stop. What would India do if your job sent you an email that said something was urgent on your maternity leave and my son has poop on his hairline? What are you going to do? Change my son or respond to the email? Clearly, he was changed. I don't know. You sent before. me a picture of him. I saw the computer in the background. <laughs> No, no, you didn't. I did see a computer in the background. Okay, whatever. Ooh, well, I'm telling y'all right now, about to get it, about to get mad. I Ooh. waited until he went to sleep. This girl answered the email, and my son and, got poop on his hairline. And it doesn't matter because his mom here. is here. 
My Your mom, mom is, is here. here. Shout out to my mom. My mom is here. Um, but I, did, I wasn't like working, working. I just had something that I needed to submit real quick. I will let her come to the microphone, um, but I don't think she wants to. But uh, you want to see if she want to come to the mic? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see later on if she's going to come to the mic. But, um, yeah, so what would India do? You would change my son before you answer the email, work this email, right? This is a silly question. No, no, it's not. Yes, it is. Because I don't know. Yes, no. it is. Because I don't know what makes you think I would let him sit and crap all day. Um, I'm not saying all day, but the email may have come in, and you may want to check the email right quick and then change him. So what are you going to do not first? That's what happened. I changed him. I checked my email and realized there was something that I needed to get done, mm. so I did it. And it mm. only took me like 10 minutes. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. Cause listen, first of listen, all, listen. I went on maternity leave. I'm not leave. here. I'm not here to, to basically fact check that. I'm going to have to ask my mom about that. So Excuse me? Cause I'm not here to fact check. I need I need facts. You sound like OJ Simpson right now. Did you do it or and didn't you, you do it? Sound stupid. Guy. I am Simpson. That's what you I'm gonna start sound calling you. Ridiculous. You are the juice. I am. Anyway, so going ahead and get but, right into it. Let like me go I ahead and recap. Saying, go ahead and say what you're gonna say. Cut me off. Go ahead. You cut me off. Because I'm trying to go ahead and push the show forward, and you're trying to push the show, make the show be still like a speed bump. Hmm, go be a speed bump anyway. I don't have time for these antics today. Speed bump, all you want to do is speed bump and pump. <laughs> Let me tell y'all something India has this bra contraption. Uh, <laughs> again, you cut me off again, again. You cut me off. Baby, turn around and let me see that sexy body go pump, pump, pump. All any wants to do is pump, pump, pump. <laughs> she pumps more milk than anybody I know. India can single-handedly take over Purity's milk supply, and I think we're coming for them. Let's do it, Andy. Me and you to the top. We're going to take over Purity, and I'll make the lemonade, and you Are pump you the done? milk. I'm done. All right, I'm done. So, for this week, B-Love's relation tip. You still don't let me finish. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You know what? This was an issue with the last episode that we did, and everybody said the same thing. He wouldn't let me talk. He kept cutting me off. He wouldn't let me say what I had to say. So, he's a mic hog. He likes to steal the show, clearly. <laughs> Let me tell y'all something right now. In the words of a prophet named DJ Khaled, stay away from they. Who, whoever they is that said that, stay away from them, okay? There's they people always People message you and me about you cutting me off. I'm just happy that they listen to the podcast. Y'all keep critiquing me because I need all the critique. I'm happy that y'all listen to the pie. Uh-oh, somebody's about to, the, the executive producer's about to get up. But anyway, I'm happy you all listen, and I'm going to not cut India off, so. Because you were talking ass. I'm going to be quiet then. I'm, gonna, I'm just going <laughs> to shut the hell up. Bear, shut the hell up. No, because you were talking to me about work, and I was about to say oh, that to say. I went on maternity leave. It was random. So I had not it wrapped up right. everything from work like you're I had right. planned to because I was two weeks early, and it you're was right. literally like, I was working on Monday. Water broke on Tuesday. It's water breaking. You're disgusting. <laughs> water breaking. I had to make the sound effect. I had it in my head and I could not let it go. I had to make the sound effect. But anyway, so to recap, B Love's relation tip is whoever drives controls the radio and WWID is. Change the baby's diaper first before you check the email. That's <laughs> not. That's not. That's not. So let's go ahead and jump into this week's topic. And this week's this week's topic is India. Are we still in labor? Go ahead and kick it and tell everybody what happened when we entered the hospital. Let's go. So what we. I'm trying to remember where we left off. So we got to the hospital. We at got to the hospital. Six. Six o'clock. That morning. And then, of course, they asked me a crap ton of questions. And when I got there, I found out that because of the meconium in my water, that there was a huge possibility that I wouldn't be able to use the um, birthing center. And so I was really bummed about that because, like I said on the last episode, I wanted to have a natural birth. And St. Thomas has... A birthing center in the hospital now, which it's on the same floor as labor and delivery. 
so they checked me and little Blake was giving us issues. Beloved too. He wasn't moving the way they wanted him to move. Um, so basically my dreams of using the birthing center were <laughs> shot to shit. Shot. Uh, oh, very Blake. quickly. So they put me in what the regular rooms. They put you in a regular room, and they hooked me up. And so normally, uh, oh, what I said I was not going to do this, but I have to jump in and interject. Now your dreams were shot, but your doctor came in and said, "No, she called and said maybe you could use the birthing center if." The, he started to um if he started to elevate his movement and well, stop it was, being it, lazy. It Blake was based was on that and they wanted to see how the meconium looked. That's right. So if My it bad. was like this does sound really gross, but if it was like a little thinner, it was I could still use it. Right. Um, and yours was yours was thin, right? It was thicker. So uh, that's why that's they needed to now, keep girl. a um, that big booty. Booty booty booty. Too, My booty's too. not big. My booty. butt actually see, you deflated. <laughs> <laughs> you better go ahead and do that Instagram <laughs> that booty challenge you better call black youngster Dr. Miami get you a new booty you get you a mommy makeover from Dr. Miami don't you don't need, need one enough. though I don't you don't you're so sexy Ooh. girl make my eyes cry and my nose bleed go ahead get the story. oh lord anyways so that was that was why I couldn't use the birthing center. So when I actually got to the regular labor and delivery rooms, I thought that I would still be able to labor the way that I wanted to, which was, you know, do the different poses. Um, she wanted to hang the or, baby. I mean, the different squat, walk, the different positions climb to help the ladder. me bear it. I'm sorry. The different positions to help me get through the contractions, but because they had to monitor Blake so closely, mm-hmm. um, I was hooked up to the monitor for most of the time. Yeah. So they would hook me up to the monitor, get some movement from him. As soon as I got into the room, they um, hooked me up to an to IV, IV. Right. and they were pumping me with sugar water <laughs> to get Blake to move more. I told them at least... <laughs> Put some tropical punch in that sugar water so we could turn it into Kool-Aid. They give me straight sugar. So, they give me straight sugar water. I said, no, point, we want some Kool-Aid. They were giving me straight sugar. Oh, so it was, the, it was you, no. Okay. So it was, it, they were giving me the IV fluids with the sugar water. That's what I'm about and to then, say. The nurse also made some nasty drink that she called a cocktail, and it was mixed with cranberry. It wasn't. It was cranberry juice, apple juice, and Sprite. It was the most disgusting thing I ever tasted. That drink was amazing. They gave Indy like 32 ounces of that stuff. I drank about 28. It was, it was, it. and I didn't like. It was literally like one sip, throw it away. So Indy, but <laughs> okay, talk about something. They also brought me these. Oh, <laughs> they had these frozen lemonade ices, y'all. I was tearing those ices up. It's like, like the frozen <laughs> ice you get from the fair, like in the yeah. new, but a lot better though. Yes, it was the lemonade icy. Every hour, I was like, "Give me another one." <laughs> I, I really believe Indy would check back into the hospital specifically <laughs> to get a lemonade icy. But you missed a super important part of the story. What? When Indy checked into the room, we had a nurse. I'm not gonna say her name. I'm gonna say her name. I don't think we should say her oh, name. I, man, listen, she, she. I gotta say her that name. That could be somebody's cousin. Well, they need or... to hear. They need to hear about their cousin. Then I mean, I'm not gonna know. Yo, I'm saying. I don't so think when we I should got, say her when name. When I got in, when we got into the um, hospital, we checked in and we had a nurse. The nurse's name was no. Lucretia. Oh God! Now at that point, she came in and one of the first words out of her mouth were. I bet you haven't. I bet you've never seen a white lady named Lucretia. I'm looking at her like I don't care what color you are, as long as you can help my wife deliver my son. But she was correct. I never. <laughs> I've never met a white woman named Lucretia. The only Lucretia I know is from Hazelhurst, and I'm not gonna talk about that. That's <sighs> the only Lucretia I know. But go ahead with your story. I wish you wouldn't have said her name because now no, it, it just it's, no, because it's because it, oh now God. when I tell the rest of the story, go ahead tell the re- I'll tell it if you want. Oh I was God. there. Anyways, so um, because I had to, so I I would have to stay hooked up to the monitor so that they could monitor Blake and myself. 
um, gosh, for like hours at a time. And then yeah. they would only let me get up for 40 minutes. 40 minutes at, at a, a time. time. To like walk the halls because when I checked into the hospital, I was only dilated at a one. One. And so that was pretty dis- disappointing because usually when your water breaks, you're at like a five. Mm-hmm. But when my water broke, I was just at a one. So I had a long journey to go. Ooh, we was like climbing Mount Everest. So um, we should have brought his passy. <laughs> he, don't, he don't even, first of all, hold on, let's stop for a second. My son does not like to suck on a passy. He will. If you force it on him, I'm, I'm going to suck mean, on a passy if you shove it in my throat. But you shove a pass in my throat, I'm gonna suck it too. Give me a ring pop at least. Mm. <laughs> hey, them ring pop be fire though. The only thing about a ring pop, they scratch the roof of your mouth. But other than that, <laughs> boy, them things used to be fire. Go ahead and get done while he's. Anyways, <laughs> so what was I just saying? Shit, I don't know. <laughs> you are so stupid. Something about Lucretia goofy head ass. No. <laughs> Girl, go ahead and talk about it. Come on now. You said you were in there for hours at a time. You were dilated at a one Oh, yeah. So I was only dilated at one. So I was trying to, I was constantly walking the halls, um, trying to get myself to. Uh, trying yourself to dilate. <laughs> trying to get my, I'm sorry, how Blake is acting like he wants to wake up and I'm just going into mommy mode. I'm about to go rescue him and Beard is looking at me crazy. But, anyways, so. I was trying to get myself to dilate um, faster, and so I was walking the halls. So they would let me up for 40 minutes, and I would literally walk the halls in the same circle for 40 minutes straight. 40 minutes. So every time I would have a contraction, I would like squat or do whatever to get through the process. But I was planning to do that the entire time I was in labor. But because Blake wasn't active like he needed to be, it hindered me from laboring the way that I wanted to. Mm-hmm. So basically, I spent the entire day that day at a one. <laughs> she spent probably, she, we got there at six. She probably spent from six to six. Yeah, but I think it was even eight. Yeah, it was like six to eight. So six a.m. to eight p.m. You had a one. Yeah. And how did you know? I may have even like got only, I, I may have gotten to a two. And so the the um, nurse's shift changed. Nurse's shift changed. So I, I like how you did this because you, I like, I, I see what you're doing right now and I'm not going to let you slide with this. I see what you're doing and you missed some important, oh that's why gosh. I'm here. What? What she's not going to tell you is, and I, I don't want to kick this person in the back, so I might not talk about the whole thing, but some people- don't know how to adequately do their jobs in hospitals. So that makes things also move a little bit slow. Um, when you have people who are trying to basically rush and maybe they have something to do over the weekend, um, they don't know how to do their jobs correctly, they might not want to be there. And if it's anybody, if you feel like you don't want to be at work, you need to take your butt home. You don't have to yeah. be there. So, But... I will say what I was grateful for was that um, my doctor. The doctor. No, my doctor, um, she actually isn't in her office on Tuesdays. Tuesday was the day I went to the hospital. Uh, She's actually at the hospital doing surgeries. So she was on the same floor that I was and she kept coming in to check on me the entire day. So my doctor was literally amazing. But she also didn't make me feel pressured because... At that point, I knew that I still didn't want an epidural. I knew that I definitely didn't want Pitocin to speed up the labor process. Like yeah, I didn't want any of that. None of that. So she came in, she talked to me, and she was like, all right, you've been in labor for 12 hours at this point, and you're still not dilating. She was like, I'm going to give you 24 hours, and Follow then we're going to have to give you uh, the Pitocin. Pitocin. Right. And um, I said, well, because she, she suggested me getting it done at that point. And so I just asked her, I was like, hey, I was like, do I have to get this done now? And she was like, no, but at 24 hours, if you're still having dilated, right. we have to give you Pitocin. Right. Because my water had already broken. Mm-hmm. Had my water not broken, I could have sat there. You could have Forever. sat at home in that situation. Right. <laughs> yeah. If your water didn't break, you could have labored at home. Yeah, but because my water had already broken, I was at risk for infection, and she was just trying to keep me as safe as possible. My baby had boo-boo breath. 
But she also didn't make me feel pressured to do anything that wasn't in my birth plan. So I was really grateful for that. Yeah, we, tell, that's what you would do. Tell everybody, have a birthing plan that wants to have a baby. Yeah. That's important, man. Like, black and miles can't be in your birthing plan, but other things can, like a protein bar, perhaps. So everybody had my birthing plan. So my doctor knew exactly what I wanted to do. As soon as we got to the hospital, the nurses asked me for my birthing plan. Yep. And they communicated that with everybody as well. Now, we'll say this nurse... She was terrible. Oh, <laughs> like, see, I wasn't going to kick her back in. <laughs> I said her name. I wasn't even going to kick her back in like that. When you have like a certain birth plan, everybody's not going to always agree with how you oh, want to yeah, do she, things. Yeah. And I knew that going in. And I, I, people have said stuff negatively to me about it since I mentioned that I wanted a natural birth. Right. And that's everybody, like family, friends, Yeah, I'm going to tell y'all something, people. man. We got a bunch of haters around. Like, when it comes to natural births, people really don't understand it. Yeah, it's like natural births, breastfeeding. Like, people just have a lot of negative opinions when it comes to that kind of stuff. And so... When we got to the hospital mm-hmm. and we got our nurse, I told her, I was like, I don't want an epidural. Um, because what did she say? if you were to deliver in the birthing center rooms, right. an epidural is not possible. Like, they don't even have that equipment or anything to set you up for it. You're on your own, and, like Patty LaBelle. Yeah. And so, since I was in the regular labor and delivery rooms, they had it. And so, I told her, I was like, I don't want an epidural. And she was like, Oh, girl, you'll change your mind. And Straight so, like she kind of just. Started she, to set the yeah, tone. Yeah, she set the tone for the day. Yeah. Yeah. So she was, I mean, she was pretty negative. Yeah, I mean. I mean, everything she had to say was just kind of like smart ass. And, right. And she probably is a wonderful nurse for somebody, you know what I'm saying? But just not for us. Like a lot of people don't like Red Bull. They prefer <laughs> Monster. And those people are probably like terrorists to somebody. But oh my gosh. Um, Red Bull is the way to go. But anyway, some people like we didn't like that nurse. Some people may love that type of, um, I guess, almost like um, negativity, being a Debbie Downer. Yeah. Some people may like that. But we just, I wouldn't, I'm, 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 a, I'm a big energy guy. I feed off of energy so I can feel the energy in the room. I feel like energy is never um, destroyed. It's transferred from party to party. So her energy was off and I wanted to get her the hell out of the paint. Yeah, yeah. But we also didn't realize exactly how bad she was for me until we got the second nurse. Ooh. So the second nurse was amazing. Let me tell y'all <laughs> I feel like God gave us Lucretia <laughs> to show us, hey, this is what you could have to deliver your baby. But I'm not going to give you this. But what I am going to give you is this sweet angel from heaven <laughs> named Melissa, a.k.a. Me, me. Yes. Shout out to me, me. God darn. She was amazing. Melissa, shout out. She came in the room. She had already talked to my doctor. She came back in the room and she said, you're having this baby before my shift ends. Just like that. I'm talking about came in bubbly. So I was like, all right. And so at this point, when she came in, like everything started to change and I didn't the first nurse didn't even like we didn't even know like how bad or how serious the situation could have gotten with Blake not moving because Mm -hmm. she wasn't doing anything she didn't do anything to help help Blake move you know what I'm saying yeah other than the sugar water so his heart rate was fine. Don't get us wrong. Like, his heart rate was okay, but he was not an active kid. Yeah. So, as soon as the new nurse got in, she was like, we got to get you on some oxygen. So, I was hooked up to an oxygen mask, and she had me switching positions in the hospital bed mm-hmm. because Blake didn't like every position that I was in. So, mm-hmm. um as soon as she put me on the oxygen mask, everything started to change. Everything changed. I'm talking about it was like night and day. Yeah. So she put me in like different positions. She was getting my hips to open up. And then when she got in, that was when I that was when I dilated to two. That was when you dilated to two when, when, when Melissa well, got there. Yeah. She's like, girl, you had a two, girl. Yeah. That's what she said. Shout out <laughs> to Mimi, man. Golly. So, 
She's the greatest. But it was still a really long process. So he would only cooperate if I was laying on my left side. Mm -hmm. So I was hooked up to um, the oxygen, laying on my left side. I could not move. And I kept asking her, I was like, can I just get up and walk? Because the contractions were getting a lot closer together. They were getting a lot stronger, but I was confined to the bed. (laughs) Keep in mind, I I had been in the hospital since six. I had started having contractions the day before. I was having contractions the day before till about like 8 p.m. at that point. Yeah, it was late. No epidural. Nothing. And I was confined to the bed. So if you know anything about natural births, you know that's the last thing you want to do is be confined to the bed. You Mm. need to move to get things going the way it should. Got to get stuff popping off. And I literally couldn't. Like, Could get nothing popping off sitting in the bed. At one point, I couldn't move and I had to use the restroom. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, God. And the nurse was like, I'm, I, she was like, I cannot let you off this monitor. She was like, I have to keep an eye on him. I have to keep you on this oxygen. I had to pee in the bed. Like She had to pee in the bedpan. Like we had to lift India up to pee in the bedpan. Me, Kim, and Mimi, Melissa, had to lift India up to pee in the bedpan. Yeah. And so it was at that point it was getting really discouraging because I was just like, what? I mean, every time she checked me, I just was not dilating to where I needed to be. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm give Melissa another big up. Um, Melissa also tried to help you walk as well. Yeah. She tried to get you the Monica. So the Monica is basically a birth monitor where you can walk around. It's like a Bluetooth device that will allow the patient to walk around in labor while still monitoring the baby. But... <laughs> it wouldn't work on me. India is <laughs> India is a stubborn individual through and through. Not only is she stubborn regularly, she's stubborn in pregnancy. <laughs> yeah, it, it it wouldn't work on me. I don't, I don't even know why. It just it would not pick up what it needed to pick up. So again, I was stuck to the bed. <laughs> so bed ridden, Grandpa Joe. I told y'all. She. Kept checking me, and the last time she checked me was at like eleven p.m. Like eleven p.m. Right. I was only at a four. At a four, but that's good because the reason why I say that's good is because if you were not at a two or four, then they would have had to give you pitocin, and had you got the pitocin, you would have been highly upset so the good thing about that is you were moving along you were dilating fine and melissa had done everything in her power to make sure that you were going ahead and moving forward now also at this time melissa was also checking um, checking your is it your cervix to make sure that you were doing the right thing so while she was checking your cervix she did that with the utmost respect and the up most um what do i say the utmost sincerity um everything melissa did compared to lucretia was a whole different ball game and like i said i don't want to be the person to kick my girl lucretia in the back but i also have to keep it a buck with the people to let everybody know how amazing melissa was because i mean from somebody coming in, not moving you along from a one, and then to have Melissa come in on the late night shift. First of all, let's stop right here. Nobody wants to really work the third shift. Ooh, I'm talking about third shift, <laughs> the graveyard shift. That's why they call it that. At that point, you working the graveyard shift, ain't nothing going to come for them graveyard shifts. So Melissa came in on the graveyard shift to go ahead and help move things along, even with the Monica. So that was dope. <laughs> what I miss? <laughs> you miss me just kind of filibustering, <laughs> talking about Lucretia and Melissa. So Blake if y'all didn't know, up, Blake, got, Blake woke up fussing, so I, I took him to his grandma. <laughs> I got quiet. You say I quiet, but I did a good job. Y'all probably didn't know what was going on. I just kept the conversation moving along. So go ahead, I'm throwing it back to you right now. What, what did you just tell them? I was just telling them how great Melissa was and how she came in 
the on the third ship on the on the graveyard ship. It's oh, like yeah. eleven p.m. Yeah, yeah. And you had dialated to a four. Yeah. And Melissa kept helping you out because but like I said, it was it, it was it was literally everything that Melissa was doing. She was putting my leg like <laughs> she put my legs in like this. What is it? Like a holster, the stirrups or whatever. But this was while I was laying on my side and it was helping to like open my hips so that I could dilate more. (sighs) Like I said, she was just amazing. But like I said, it was 11 p.m. and I was only dilated to a four. And so the contractions were still coming on pretty strong. I was in so much pain. Blake was also... um, Posterior. I, um, I ain't know what the hell that meant. They were like posterior. So I'm like, hold on. You mean to tell me you finna have Blake ass first? Because I no. thought he was gonna come out booty first. I'm like, so, put him back. Basically, Ooh. his head was pressing up against my back, and I had back labor. <laughs> so I was still trying to have his natural birth, but the contractions were super intense. I still had not had an epidural at that point. And I was having back labor. So if you know anything about pregnancy, back labor is what it's you like absolutely... It's like you had a full trifecta of disaster going yeah, it's on. It's like back labor is what you absolutely never want to have. Yeah. It hurts so bad. So I was literally feeling all of my contractions in my back. So Ooh. this Ooh. is where my doula Ooh. came in handy. Let me tell them this too. So my um so one of my homeboys, shout out to Josh. Josh came to the hospital just to check on me to make sure that I didn't faint or didn't pass out. So when Josh got there, he asked Lucretia this question. He asked, he said, so how does contractions feel? <laughs> and this is the one thing she did do a good job at um, illustrating how contractions felt. She said, imagine somebody grab your testicles for about 60 seconds, squeeze them, let them go for about a minute, and then smack them and grab them again and squeeze them for another 60 seconds. I said, Jesus Christ. I felt so bad for the women. That's why I said, man, women, hey, you guys are amazing, man. I love women. I love women. I just want to kiss a woman every day. That's why I kiss you, girl, every day. Get done. Oh, my gosh. So, like I said, this is where my doula came in handy because... My Kim. Is also, Kim is also a massage therapist, and she knew how to hit those pressure points. So every time Kim, I would have a, hit the spots. Um, <laughs> every time I would have a contraction in my back, she would come over and she would hit those pressure points in my back, and she would <laughs> massage my hips, um, my back, all mm-hmm. of that to help me get through the contractions. So had it not been for her, I would not have been able to go as long as I did yeah. without an epidural. Kim tried to show me how to do it. I said, Kim, get your ass out of here and do your do it. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Yeah, Bear wasn't as effective as Kim. <laughs> Damn right I wouldn't. All I could do was tell you a joke and yeah, dance. I danced was, a lot. She was super helpful. Like, she helped me get through a lot of the contractions. So, that was 11. 11 o'clock. So, I was like, all right, I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep pushing. I was stuck at that four for a long time. I don't think you were stuck so, at the four for about two hours, perhaps. It it was longer than that because okay. it was probably at like one thirty. Okay. That it was yeah it was like one thirty a.m. At this point, I had been up forty eight hours. Forty eight of them things. Ooh, I was golly forty eight. Exhausted mentally, physically, I was exhausted in every way possible. So forty eight of them. She checks me again. Yeah. I was uh, I was at five. And so, like I said, because I was stuck at one basically all uh-huh. day long, by the time I got to, to that point, I was in so much pain. Uh-huh. I was just kind of like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> so at this so time, I, what time is it now? What time do you think it is? It's probably like 1.30. 1.30, okay. So I was like, I think I want an epidural. And that was like, are you sure? No, you did. Oh, yeah, you did. You did. You did. My bad. Yeah, I was like, I I was like, I I can't do this. I was like, I'm so tired. And I was like, I don't even think I have the energy to even push when it's time because it's going by so slow. And I was like, I just want to go to sleep. Like, I just want to be able to like rest for a minute. Mm -hmm. So 
the nurse was like, okay, well, do you want to try um, gas. the gas? What is it? What is it called? Nitrous oxide. Yeah. He was like, do you want to try that? So I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. So <laughs> she brought the gas and you're supposed to breathe First of all, Melissa in. was so nice. She brought the gas, hooked everything up. And Indy said, no, get it off me. I don't want it. I didn't. So, cause you, so you're supposed to breathe in the gas as you get the contractions. I did it twice and I was like, nope. I was like, fuck that. Get this gas like, off of me. This is not working because at that point, I was having three contractions in a row, back to back. You forgot something that's were, important. I can't wait. To, I'm going to let you get done. I mean, like the contractions was hitting me back to back. I was having them three in a row and I was only having like 45 seconds. And so you were having a long contractions yeah. too. You were having they like, were lasting like mountain a contractions. Your they contractions were, were longer than a holiday weekend. Woo! Christmas weekend. Shut up. Ooh, Christmas, girl, you know, the holiday weekend. You Are look you forward. done? You look forward to the holiday weekend around work time. When God during December Beard. 20th roll around, you be like 25th right around the corner. My bad. Say my bad. Are Go you ahead. done? Yeah, I'm done. Let the people know about. So, yeah, I was having three contractions in a row. They were really intense. They were really long. And I was only having like 45 seconds to a minute before the next set of three contractions started. So you better get ready and hold your breath. Hold on to your butts and be ready. What was you finna say? You said I missed something. Yeah, you missed something super important. So um, India, I think she has a problem with breathing in certain <laughs> forms of gas and oxygen, whatever the case may be. She has an issue. So throughout the entire time Melissa was there, she kept telling India, Hey, girl, make sure you keep that oxygen mask on because I need you to keep it on. It's going to make the birthing go by quicker. No. India, she, that's not what she said. Oh, here we go. She, that's not what she said. She didn't say watch, it would make it go by quicker. But she did say that I really needed to keep it on. The reason why I was having a hard time keeping the mask mm -hmm. on is because, first of all, I felt like I was suffocating in the mask, even though it was oxygen, whatever. So I how felt like the I was hell? Suffocating. I felt like how I was suffocating. How in the hell are you about to suffocate when you have an oxygen mask on? Hold on, let's stop right there. It was fine at oxygen first. mask. I'm sorry. Chill. I just got to get it out. So, yeah, it was an oxygen mask, but the amount of time that I had the freaking oxygen mask on, like I had it on for hours. Not only that, okay. I was struggling because okay. I was not able to brush my damn teeth. Ooh. And it I kept breathing it in breath my own elf. breath in this mask. How did breath smell? And I was like, I kept telling, I was like, y'all, my breath stinks. I was just like, I just really want to brush Girl, let's my keep teeth. It, let's keep it at 100 so right there. At that point, let's keep it at 100. I, was just, I was just so emotional. Like, I couldn't leave the bed. I couldn't walk. Couldn't I walk. couldn't go pee on my own. I couldn't own. go pee on I couldn't own. brush my teeth. Ooh. And I was just like, I was so frustrated. So, I just, like I said, I was just, I was feeling defeated the whole time. I gave her some toothpaste and told her to swallow it. Swish it around your mouth and swallow it. And I did. And it helped for a little bit. <laughs> but, then, boy, like I said, I just... Damn funk came wanted, through that. That damn funk cut through that toothpaste like a hot knife on butter. I wanted so badly to brush my teeth. Like Oof. I had never. It's like just, dry ice with water. It like people who have bad breath. I don't know how they do it Gingivitis. because it's like I could clearly smell my breath, especially in a mask. Listen, I was just like I I'm walked breathing outside. in funk. In this mask, and I was just so frustrated with that. And I was like, "Please let me go brush my teeth." And she was like, "You can't get off the you monitor. Can't get off the monitor. You can't leave the bed. You have to keep the mask on your face." So I was just like, oh, "My this breath, is shit." I walked outside into the cafeteria, and I smelled your breath as soon as I got back in the hallway. You did not. I said, "Well, my wife is still in labor because that breath all." But you know what? I think your breath you is responsible not. for a lot of women having babies because they were trying you to get the hell up out of there. You did not. They smelled your you breath. You were not in my face. <laughs> they smelled Barry. your breath and they're like, get this baby out of me because you I can't stay on the same floor with the funky breath lady in, my face. in room 3109. You didn't even know because I just kept saying I wanted to brush my teeth and he just kept laughing. <laughs> it was funny. I'm like, what? I said, so you and Blake got the boo-boo breath? I was like, goodness gracious. <laughs> Blake swallowing poop. <laughs> Your breath smell like the poop he swallowed. I'm like, what is going on here? But anyway, let me get done telling this part, and then I'll let you get done. So I told India, 
I mean, Melissa told Indy to keep the oxygen mask on. So right now, it's getting down to the nitty gritty. Right, matter of fact, this was right before Indy asked for the epidural. Her mask kept coming off. I'm trying to hold her hand. I'm like, India, you have to keep your mask on. She looked me dead in my face and said, Barrett, shut the hell up talking to me. Now, I said it in a very calm, soothing, beloved Barrett type of voice. India yelled it in front of the nurse, the doula, and her sister. Everybody looked at her like, why would you do such a thing? He's only trying to help. I don't remember that. Okay, that's what they all say. Go ahead and get down with what you're saying. I don't remember that. Okay, all right. So what's up? But convenient I was, amnesia. I was getting very frustrated at that point with everything. Anybody could have said that to me, and I probably right. would have had the same reaction. So now it is. So now you have the epidural. No, I hadn't even gotten it yet. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Because they had just offered me the nitrous oxide. Mm-hmm. I tried that. It didn't work. And then, so I was, this was probably at like 2.30 a.m. 2.30. Keep in mind, we got to the hospital at 6 a.m. the day before. <laughs> the day before. Mm-hmm. So, 2.30, I was like, I want the epidural. They was like, are you sure? And I was like, yes. I was like, I can't. I was like, I have to rest. Like, I'm literally about to go crazy. I'm in so <laughs> much pain. I, I have to rest. So they brought they bring somebody in there to interview you and ask you all of these questions. Oh, which at funny. that point, this was funny. The I feel bad. The were so terrible that I couldn't even respond to the lady that was asking me the questions. So Barrett had to come over and speak for me. Because, I was her like power I said, of attorney. Like I said, those contractions were hitting me back to back constantly. I literally was not having a break. So, Those contractions were hitting you like Deontay Wilder. So that was at 2.30. By 3.30, they had the epidural stuff ready. I got the epidural at 3 o'clock. It was like a sigh of relief for everybody in the room, for Barrett, my sister, and the doula, because... We all got to go to sleep. We all took a nap. <laughs> Let me tell y'all, man, those were the best 45 <laughs> minutes of my life. Like, I, we took a nap. Everybody took a nap for about 45 minutes. And that 45 minutes probably felt like four to five days of sleep. Yeah, it that was some good damn sleep. Everybody was exhausted. And we were hurting. So, um, because I could no longer feel my legs, I was able to put my legs back up. Yep. In the um what's it stirrup. called? Yeah, in the in I hope the stirrup. I might be saying it wrong. Help me out, medical yeah. people. So I was laying on my left side and she would put my leg up in the stirrup and that it was helping me like progress. And but I couldn't do that before because like I said, I was feeling all those contractions in my back. I couldn't leave my leg up there because I was in so much pain. So she did that again. She kept checking me every hour. I was further along. So last time she checked me, I don't remember what time it was, but she was like you're almost there. You're at like an eight and a half. So I was like, all right. right. It was about, at that time, it was probably about five. Five. It was about yeah, five o'clock. Yeah, it was probably about five in the morning. She was like, you're at eight and a half. Keep in mind, I just got the epidural at 3 a.m. So 5 a.m. She was like, you're at an eight and a half. So I was like, all right. I laid there. I tried to go back to sleep because... By this well, time, when, the when sun was coming the, up too. Yeah, when I asked for the epidural, I was like, I don't want like a super high dose so when I was getting the contractions, I could still tell when they were coming. I could still, still push tell what was right. going on down there. So it was like 30 minutes later. And I was like, you called I got to call the nurse back because something don't feel right. So I called her. I was like, hey, I need you to come in and check me again because something is going on down there. Yep. I, I don't know. Something feels off. So she was like, all right. She came back, checked me again. She was like, it's time to push. Straight up. <laughs> it was just like that. She Because at first she left and she was like, let me go ahead and call the doctor to see where she is. and Can she come in? She came back in. She was like. Yeah, the doctor needs to be here right now because it's time. Mm-hmm. Yep. All we saw when India put her legs back in the stirrup was Blake's, the top of Blake's head sticking out of India's 
vagina. So it was just Blake's head right there. Like, yeah. here I am, mom. Yeah. So she was like, because at first she was. Nothing but me, hair. She put, put me up there and she was like, all right, let's do a practice push. And so she was like, uh, on second thought, we're not going to do a practice push because you're going to push him push. out. Yeah. yeah we're going to do a weight <laughs> push. So, he was really like ready to come out at that point. My boy was ready. So, what happened after that? Well, yeah, the doctor got the there. The doctor got there right. I pushed for Oh, oh no, whoa, no, no, no. Wait a minute. Yeah. Okay, y'all. Come on, so, now. I need, yeah, you know I what was, I need. I was super thirsty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was about to get there. <laughs> I was uh, super yep. thirsty, just like the, the whole day. And so, I just remember like everybody like in Lamaze classes, like just everybody that I had talked to in general that had gone through natural births and everything. It was like, make mm-hmm. sure you stay really hydrated. And so, I just kept drinking fluids all day. Mm-hmm. And um, what I was made so this nutcase? <laughs> So I was late. I was laying on, back on the table, and so I was like, "Can somebody bring me my water?" And this was literally like minutes before it was time for me to push. Like the doctor is probably like three minutes from walking in the room at this point, and so my doula brought me my cup of water with a straw. And, with a straw. But I was still laying down. And I was like, "Let me try to sit up a little bit because I don't want to choke," and I choked anyway. Listen to me. <laughs> she choked. Legs came out of the stirrup. <laughs> Blake literally hanging out of her, and she's choking and coughing. And it's like, oh my god, what's gonna happen next? Are we about to have to have a C-section? Because, because I felt like everything was about to go left at that well, point. Well, because Melissa had already said she was like, I mean, if you cough or sneeze, he's coming out. And at that point, I'm coughing because I'm choking. And we all were nervous. We didn't know what the hell to do. Like a pregnant lady in mid push coughing. And that's why I choking. said that I could still feel said black and mild smoke coming up. I could still like feel what was going on because I I snatched my legs off, yeah, of, the, you did. off of the um You pull your legs off, yeah. You did yeah, you I, were I trying snatched, to stand up. I'm like, Andy, why the hell are you doing that? Yeah, I snatched my legs off the thing and I was like, I wasn't trying to stand up. You I was trying, trying to, to sit up. up so that I could stop choking. You better use them bottom abs. Hmm. Anyways, so that was that. The doctor came in. I pushed for like 15 minutes. Oh, you forget something. I need, I need credit. What? Everybody thought I was going to hold your hand. You better tell them where I was. Let the people know. So it was funny because when hmm, let them know. the nurse came. Come on, somebody. Well, yeah. So Melissa was like, you can see the hair. And she was like, Dad, do you want to look? And um, he yeah, looked down I there. Look. And he was like, yeah, I don't want to see nothing else. No. <laughs> I look one time like, man, that's something you only need to see once in your lifetime. It's all. And so I also wanted to see it. So I asked for a mirror so that I could see you a mirror so you could see it. So they brought me the mirror. And so the doctor got in the room and it was time for me to push. And Barrett actually ended up looking at the entire thing. Tell him where so I was. Tell him what I was doing. He was, I was holding them legs. He was. He was He was holding my right leg and the uh, the nurse was holding my left leg. Mm-hmm. So you stayed down there the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like he literally saw everything that was going on. So hopefully that hasn't scarred you for life. <laughs> Listen to me. I'm scarred. Boy, I'm telling you. Ooh. That thing, oh, what that that boy, that thing like the predator coming out. The predator coming out. Ooh. Oh my gosh. Ooh, You're disgusting. You. But anyway, yeah, you push so, Blake out. Yeah. Now I will minutes. say this because so I was pushing and then my doctor, she was like, All right, India. She was like, if you don't if you don't get him out on these next couple of pushes, I'm gonna have to use the vacuum. That word just sounded terrifying to me. So you went then, ham burger. <laughs> India went ham. You hear me? So, Strive for greatness. India turned into LeBron James I, out there on the bread. I literally went into LeBron, like is that you? I literally went into like beast mode. I was like, get him out now. The girl said, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> pushed him out. I'm talking about, Ooh, pushed him right on. I slid out like a slip and slide. Just like that. Oh my gosh. So yeah, that was that. And Beard cried. Oh boy, y'all. I knew she was going to try to tell this lie. <laughs> it stopped right there. I sneezed. It's not a lie. I, I sneezed because the pepper was in the room. First of all, somebody had a hamburger coming, with pepper on it. First of all, as he was <laughs> coming out, I was looking at, like, as I was pushing, I was looking at Beard. 
And he had already started getting teary-eyed. Oh, boy, lying on me. But when he came all the way out, it was just like the flood. Like, he... My allergies, first of all, had you saw saw (laughs) the things that came out of you, you would have cried too. But I didn't cry. It was the allergies. I was allergic. It was not his allergies. I was was allergic to the medical products, the gloves. They had that, um, what's that stuff called? Had the uh, stuff on the gloves. It just made my allergies act up. It's it's okay. Penicillin was in the air. He cried. And he he stepped off to the side. (laughs) He kept saying... He kept saying, <laughs> "It was like pepper got in my eye." I'm telling you, it was pepper and penicillin in the air. Pee pee, pepper and penicillin. So he stepped over to the side and he was trying to get himself together, and he still couldn't get himself together. So he stepped into the restroom. I had to pee real bad. I stepped to the bathroom. I had to bed the bowel the restroom to get himself together because they so because I had meconium, meconium or whatever in my water. I had the, the, the whole yeah the whole NICU team had to come and be there during the birth. They were cool. And so, so when he came out, they put him on my chest. They put Blake on my chest, and then they took him back, not out of the room though. So St. Thomas does everything in the room Inside with you, the room. unless they necessarily have to take the baby to the nursery. Right. Everything is done with you in the room. So they just took him to the other side of the room, checked him. The only thing that would have been of con- been of concern is had he come out and he wasn't crying mm-hmm. but Blake came out and turned up on everybody boy he came he out pissed was angry oh, I'm gonna play I'm gonna play a video for you and I'm not gonna play that I'll post the video boy that boy came Did out post hot that video yeah he naked it's child pornography you are I, stupid I can't post that it's nasty I'm not R. Kelly Ooh, I can't post that video my son I'm not gonna see his PP. you are an idiot <laughs> What they did, they said, Dad, do you want to come over here and um, help us clean him? And he said, no, let me get myself together. And he went in the restroom. First of all, so I wanted him to do that job. I didn't, want to, I didn't want to step on anybody's <laughs> toes because I'm an expert. Because he was so emotional and he had to get himself together. And then he came out and he was like, whoo. I had to have a bowel movement. Like, I don't know what. He was like, I don't know what's going on. It's just so much pepper in my eyes. Yeah, pepper got in the room. <laughs> pepper and bowel movements. Oh, God. But then Ooh, he went over the there with Blake because that's Blake. when he um, took, the took the video of yeah. when he was being weighed. And Blake was on that Flipping scale out. freaking out. You would thought somebody smacked Blake in his butt or something the way he was acting. Yeah, he, he was very pissed. But... After that, they put him back on my chest. He was the sweetest baby, and he just laid there, and we we cuddled the rest of the time we was in the hospital. And y'all still cuddling to this day. That's why that man's going to be spoiled, because y'all don't want him to sleep in his bassinet. Everybody wants Blake to be on their chest, including me. I'm going to go ahead. That's what you're about to say. I was like, what are you talking about? That's my main no, man. That's my he, main man. He'll, like, nap. On my chest, but when he sleeps, sleep he goes in in his bed. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does sleep in his bed when he sleeps. sleeps he does not so, sleep yeah. with us. He does not. Mm-mm. I'm scared. I'm gonna roll over on it. Breastfeeds like a champ. Like a champ. He he's never advanced. had an issue. He's advanced. He's a baby genius. He's a don. He's a king. But when, he's after a player. I, after I had him, I was kind of being. I was, shut up. Okay. I was kind of beating myself up about it because, like I said, I was so adamant about having that natural birth, but everything just everything just always doesn't go the way you plan. Right on. And it's had God's I plan. known, you're my stomach <laughs> growling. Had I known that um, <laughs> I was gonna have him three hours after I had gotten the epidural, I don't know that I would have gotten. The epidural, but then um, on the flip side, the epidural may have relaxed you enough to be able to have him that soon afterwards. Maybe. So we don't know. All we can say is God's plan. Yeah. God's so, plan. But I will say this, baby number two. I feel like I I'm fully, shut up. I feel like I'm fully capable of still having a natural birth. Granted, no complications or anything like that. I I was. Proud of myself for how long I went without an effort. Yeah, yeah, you killed it. You killed it. So, it, well, because, I mean, shit, I was having contractions for so long, and it was almost like 26 hours that I went with no epidural. 26 of them things, girl, and you knocked it back. Champion stuff. Yeah, so. 
So way to go, man. Way to go. Way to be a champion. Way to be a hero. Way to way to be a pillar of shining light for other mothers to come after you and to know, like, you know, everything might not go as you want it to go, but be ready to be flexible and agile enough to change on the fly and still accept whatever you get, whatever comes out, be accepted of that and um know that, hey, like I said, like I said earlier. It's God's plan. I didn't realize how high my pain tolerance was <laughs> until then. <laughs> I realized how high your pain tolerance was. Because mm. <laughs> I was just like, well, because in my head, it's a mental thing. Yeah, mind I, over matter. Yeah, it, it's definitely a mental thing. You might so be an Asian. kind of like, what? You might be an Asian. You practice Kung Fu? <sighs> I mean, I was just questioning. Anyways. Okay, my bad. It's definitely a mental thing, and you just kind of have to get out of your own head. Get out of your way. Yeah. This with anything, though. Get out of your own way. You know what? The moral of the story here is get out of your own way. No. That's it, because you stop yourself from achieving anything you want to achieve. You want to go out there and record this song? Go out there and record this song. You want to have a natural birth? Go out there and do it. Don't give up. Go out there. Keep pushing. Strive for greatness. Melissa, I mean, like I said, with every, it's such a toss-up with childbirth. You literally never yeah, know is. what is going to happen. It's and true. things could change on the fly for better or for worse. You literally never know. So I mean, they say agile, right. that one of the closest times that a woman comes to death is during pregnancy. Really? So, I didn't know that. Yep. The closest time I came to death, let me think. Man, I had the flu one time. Well, I thought it was over. Nope, nope. The time my throat was hurting. I went and to the you doc. know what? Okay. This just goes to show my that bad. men could never deal. Damn right. I couldn't deliver no baby. Men nope. could Mm-mm. never do the things that women do. Hold they are now. not capable. They are not no. strong enough to we, we, we are not. go through the things that women go through. Shout out to women. I told you I love women, boy. I'm telling you. I, you, know, you, know my, you know my old favorite song used to be, right? No. I wish I could every girl in the world. Ooh. But not no more. I just got you. It's all I need. It's all I need. But that was my song Something right there. Something is really wrong with you. It's not late. Making good. Something is really wrong with you. <laughs> anyway, man, let's go ahead and wrap it up. So, India, you are a trooper. You are a true queen. You are Nefertiti in the finest. I said it right. Cleopatra. Pick one. <laughs> you are ancient. <laughs> You ancient Egyptian girl with that pineapple on your head right now. Oh so, my gosh. Blake is lucky to have you as a mother. And you're gonna you. rock it, girl. You're gonna breastfeed till your titties fall off. You're gonna keep going. You know, breastfeeding is <laughs> Yeah, you're breastfeeding like a champ right now. I told you we we we're we gonna take over Purity's milk supply, baby. We're coming for you, Purity. <laughs> Breast breastfeeding is not for the weak. It's not <laughs> we'll for the meek that. and the frail, baby. <laughs> only for the strong. So only in the so let's matter of fact end it like this. Like AI would say, only the strong survives. Only the strong survives. I, I like guess. that. I love that. So uh we're gonna go ahead and end it. Uh Indy, where can they find you? Uh Instagram, India.marie and website is india-marie.com. And you can find me at BLove1911. And always remember, top off in the Maybach. So with that being said, without further ado, this is She and I. I'm your host, BLove. And I'm India Marie. She, 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 I, 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 I